Hey, how's it going? This is Billy. And I'm Jen. And you're listening to Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Cheers, babe. Happy, happy post 4th of July. Hope that you got out there, enjoyed the July weather, the holiday. It was awesome, man. And this is, is this the, I can't remember the last time July 4th fell on an actual Sunday. How often does that happen? I can't remember the time, but what I do remember is we didn't have church on Sunday. Well, of course, it's July 4th. I mean, that was a brilliant idea, babe. Just take the day off. Enjoy the fan base. Uh, I felt like heaven declared it. Yes. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. and, and honestly, I saw churches meeting all over. And good for them. Good for them. <laughs> Where are you going with this? <laughs> I'm not sure. Like, I was like, I'm gonna, thinking, gonna diss I'm so our friends glad or, that we're not having yeah. church this morning. It didn't make any sense. <laughs> to have church. <laughs> totally. It's July 4th, where oh, you should be. I'll tell you where part. I'll tell you where church was on July 4th. It was out by the lake. Yes. It was at the barbecues. It was at the parks. It was at the block parties. But I loved That's his, where church was. I loved watching um, all of our different friends meeting with their friend groups. Like, just everyone just, like, coming together. We haven't done that. Well, it's... it's Come together. It's a new thing. We haven't done it in, right like, a, now. like, a year and a half oh, because of COVID. So it's, like, it was just so great to see everyone... Hanging out with friends and family without masks on, and then Bellevue Park, <laughs> Bellevue Park. Yeah. There was little Ren, little Ren's in the studio. Um, little Ren, you went to Bellevue Park. There was you sent a picture. You said it. So many people. It looked and okay. I'm thrilled free. that people are back they were, out. They were free. That looked ridiculous. Well, yeah, I, even if it was post COVID, I don't. How many I'm people would you say were out there, sir, in Bellevue Park? Oh God, like thousands. Thousands. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Was it shoulder to shoulder Bellevue, everywhere? Kirkland, East Siders. Um, no, actually, yeah. <clears> yeah. Picture you sent me was shoulder to shoulder. Um, how was the fireworks show? Not worth the time. The technical difficulties. Yeah, yeah. It's more fun just like shooting them off in your backyard. I sat, and get in trouble. I sat in the back. Well, I didn't shoot them off. I didn't shoot off any fireworks yet because it's so dry around here. I felt like we'd start. You a know, fire. our son did, and the poli- and neighbors called the police on him. No, that really? guy was, <laughs> he was lying. Yeah. Well, it was. He told me the whole story. I was like, you know, what? he's living his best life. He didn't get in trouble, but barely, you know, sort of. Did he shoot him off in our yard? So some guy shot him out off in the back of their yard in Kirkland. Yeah. And neighbor, neighbor Karen called. Caleb was with him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Kind of fun. But you know what the best part of this whole weekend was? Huh? Is that we took two days to just spend time together. We did. We did. It's kind of for your birthday. Well, we needed to. We needed time together. You it's hate a, to. We s- needed something. He did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Man, well, you, you're coming getting, in hot. I, I do believe that that men have cases of the cranks, which we'll we'll leave. We'll call it as their monthly. Not cramps, but cranks. Yeah, like they have. Like, <laughs> we, girls, have month, we have our monthly. We have our monthly cranks. Monthly thing that we were like, oh, I'm not feeling too hot. Called cramps. I think guys do too. They just don't have anything to. Called cranks. <laughs> to blame it on. <laughs> to blame it on. There you go. Thank you, Vic. The sound uh, Monthly cranks. <laughs> But it was, but it was it was really good because we took two days and we just said we're we're gonna act like it's a vacation weekend like we're just gonna go to dinner plan different things hang out get pedicures make love hang out in the bonfire <laughs> oh, the, <laughs> went to a new restaurant one of my favorites now called Ben Paris yeah it felt like we were in Paris babe we're taking you there that's in downtown really? Seattle it yeah did. it's a block off of had, Pike's Pike's place um, had a lot we're taking you down vibes. there for your birthday brunch with the kids yeah it's a couple a couple blocks from the water so if you're in the Seattle area you should go check it out ben Paris. they have a huge lounge area on the back side it literally felt like one of our favorite restaurants in Paris yeah and it's off of State Hotel like it's a part of State Hotel yeah there. I've never cool. even I've never even heard of that hotel by the way State. neither but it looks kind of... You think you'd come up with a better name for a hotel. It what looks, should we call it? it State? Very, uh, Slate? Very Slate boutique-y. would be better. Very um, very cute. State sounds regal. 
Yeah. Anywho's. Yeah, Vic the Sound Ah, uh, you want me to read some reviews from Coffee Talk Ooh. people? Hey, thank you for all. What I really want is you to say anywho's again. Anywho skis. <laughs> um, that that we should actually make a T-shirt that says that now. Any skis. Any. You know what? No one wears. We have we have a box load of Vic the Sound Chick T-shirts. Although they did, we bought a lot of those. A lot of them Text sold. Text me if you want one. Um, you were wearing one in a picture the other night. Yeah, I wear my my own gear all the time. <laughs> <laughs> she got to wear it. She was. She's hanging out with friends on a Friday you night. You two and your merch. Lounging. You buy merch for everything. I Lounging can't stand it to be honest. Sound. I was like, I was semi like cringing on the inside, but then I was I like, care. it's Vic, you know. Hey, it means a ton if you rate and review the podcast. Thanks for all of you who listen yes. and do that. Um, we like to read them every now and then. This was from Bethany Sternberg, actually the real full name. So I listen to Coffee Talk every Thursday morning on my weekly long commute. It's something I look forward to. Thank you for keeping things fresh, Billy and Jen. And well, thank you. Too, right? Well, thank you, darling. For, <laughs> no, she put it parenthesis, re- Vic. Writing a review. Could take it or leave it. We really appreciate uh, thanks, it. Bethany. Um, and then let's see. This is Christina and Nate. And, oh, I think I know who they are. I feel like they've left someone on here before. This might be their second one. It said, just listen to the last three most recent episodes, especially love season three, episode seven, and I'm not even a parent yet. Uh, season three, episode seven. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's where I was. Um, um, I said, um, I talked about the story like, that's not your, that's not your, my dad said to that's me, not that's your not mom. your mom. That's my wife. Is that your mom? That's like love wife. and marriage is what I think we were talking love about. Love and marriage, love. And marriage. That was a good one. Oh, and then this, okay, I got this. Um, one of the listeners, her name is Erin O'Hara. She said I could show the story. She loved the episode, babe, where we talked about when you're like, when I don't know how to do something, when I don't know what to do, when I don't know how to do it, I just figure it out. You know, when I can't, you know, you go, when I can't figure something out, I just figure it out. Like, yeah. that was your solution. When to, I can't, when figure, I can't figure something out. When I can't figure something out. I just figure it out. out. Like, I love, that was your solution. Like, it's like not an well, option. What else are we going to do? We can't so, keep procrastinating. One of the listeners, Erin O'Hara, figure it out. she DM'd us and was like, hey, that episode so inspired her. She's a realtor, and so um, she's in Georgia. You so, go, girl. Yeah, Come she on. does luxury realty in Georgia. I think she kills the game. Anyway, she was trying to design like these luxury like digital postcards or whatever like for her high-end clients, and she had no idea how to do the graphics or anything like that, but she just, for the longest time, couldn't figure it out. She said, I listened to that episode where Jim was like, when I don't, and I can't figure it out, I just figured it out. She's like, so I took six hours. Hey. Taught myself how to do this program, and then she sent us wow. pictures of these like really, really high end luxury like come on girl business now, postcards. Next time, you just do it in like an hour, right? You just done and done. Let's go, Aaron. Just crushed it, man. Saving Cheers. money. Way to go. You can't figure it out. Just, just figure, figure it out. out. <laughs> I think we should just end the podcast. <laughs> are you tired? You got a busy. You got a busy no, week. I'm, <laughs> I'm not tired. I just think that's. Are you, are you really tired, good baby angel? Are you a little tired, baby angel? Are you calling me baby angel? Because <laughs> yeah, you called are you me doing baby angel. Gentle before? love or sarcasm? I you baby angel yesterday. If you're the sound check. You need more coffee. He, you know what's you know what's mm. benefits of having like a sister live in the compound is that when her brother is acting like a baby angel, <laughs> she can just say it and he doesn't get like um, offended or like he get mad, at mad. If, yeah. if I say it, the wife, which I agree, I shouldn't say things that would rub you the wrong way. No pun intended. Um, you can rub me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just goes so much better. Really wrong way. I, I, truth be told, you walk, you walk break out down of the room. Because I think that, that statement is okay, just true story. Flawed. She called you baby angel. You walk out of the room and I'm like, thank you. Thank you. 
Are you good? I mean, how, how long you want to go with just, this? Just a little. How long we go with this little bit? Just a little little view of the the behind the scenes. How long we want to keep up this little bit? These behind the scenes with coffee talking with Billy and Jen. Oh man. Oh man. Anyways, thanks for all the listens and reviews. We can stop. No, okay. The best got, part. Of I got sidetracked. Up, the best part of waking up is that our dog Capone has a a toy that looks like a Starbucks latte, and he's licking the heck out of it. I mean, that is perfect, not the best part of waking perfect, up. Toy to be. I can literally come studio. up with fifty things that are better. Uh, best part of waking up: Folgers in my cup. Best part of waking up: the sausage that you grilled this morning. Best part of waking up: you in a shirt without a bra on. Best part of waking up: you in your panties. Best part of waking okay. up: um, the sun shining every single day in, the, oh, in, in, in Seattle summer. I mean, oh, the, the dog it's is cute. the worst really, part of waking up. The point up. was, you lost. He's the, the worst whole part point. of waking up. You're talking too much. The point was <laughs> oh, that you just went on for like twenty minutes. The point was is that he's cute because he's like you know. Look at a latte in the Coffee Talk Studios. Yeah. Anyhow, excuse me. <laughs> um, <laughs> a little red. That was a huge eye roll. Yeah, 16 year old. So she did like, it wasn't just an eye roll, it was a head roll that rolled with the eye. She did yes. like the whole, like, oh my God. <laughs> okay, here is the, I'm going to put vocal, vocalization Vocalism. to the expression you just did, little Ren. Here's, here's the vocalization to her expressions because you couldn't see it. Let me let you hear it. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that was a vocalist. <laughs> oh man, you know it was so sweet. My our middle son Caleb is gonna be flying out to Hawaii to do some work, which is amazing. Traveling the world. Um, but he's gonna miss my birthday, so he took me out. He's like, I'm gonna take you to dinner, and then he got me a card, and you put money in that card. I mean, who is this kid? <laughs> Because like a card's not. Why would you give a card if there's no money in it? By the way, no, that's, that's a life not, principle. That's actually not no, true. No, I like learn cards that. with words. I do too. But uh, what about cards with words and a little bit of money? Well, makes I, it worth. If it. it's from my kids, cards with words. That are is true. Fabulous. That is true. So it was. It was really nice. Yeah, that was thank awesome. You, thank you, Caleb. Happy birthday, babe. Jen, your birthday. <laughs> oh, we should say that your birthday. Yeah, he doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> Oh, man, dead to me. Um, your birthday is this Friday, Thursday? Another day, another dollar. July 9th. But we can't celebrate it. That's why we've been celebrating because you're so busy with work. You got so a busy, busy. The shop it's just, is. It's called wedding season. The my shop love. is on full swing. So you're like, I can't celebrate my birthday this year. We're like, what? So we did a fun thing, you and I, at the weekend. And then we're doing brunch with the kids this Sunday. And then. Girls' night. Girls' night out. Come on, that's fun. And yeah, it's been fun. You went out with your son. Yeah. Happy. How do you feel? You're, what are you going to be? 42? I'm, I'm getting old. Yeah. 42 is one of those years. It's like, ah, 42. It's a tweener year. I think 42, 43, 44. I'm getting a little nervous. And I'm like, sweet heaven. I'm, I'm 44. Like halfway to. You'll be 45, though, in October. That's a big one. 45 is. Because you're. Why you're, do we say, you know what? We, we say the, any, any year that falls in a multiple of five, we call uh-huh. it big. 20, 25, it is 30, big. 35. Yeah, Those aren't big. In your latter 40s. Why are the fives big? Why, why not 40? Why not well, 46? Five years old and 10 years old. Those are both. Why? They're why big. not nine and why not nine and you six? Your kid's going into kindergarten, your kid's double digits. I refuse like, to play the game. Five I five. think I'm going to celebrate the 46th birthday. 45. Like you're five years to 50, friend. Yeah, latter 40s. That's, that's a lot that's of downside. That's Can you a big, chill out? Hey, my brother's 50. That's, That's crazy, shocking. Bob. He doesn't look 50. He looks amazing. Man, I can't believe he's 50. But I'm I'm ticked at him because he's 50. It means I'm six years to 50. Crazy. Jeez. Any case. Wow. <laughs> You're definitely way to 
Yeah. Lil Ren. <laughs> okay, Big the Sound Chick is coming in with some attitude. Lil Ren has just got like five times already. Eddie Hooskies. Eddie Hooskalooskies. Let's dive in, man. We got to dive into this conversation. Hey, Jen keeps using this phrase. I cannot stand it. Deep dive. Deep dive. You keep saying it like, oh, I'm going to do a deep dive on that. Oh, I, I did a deep dive. Like, what are you talking about? It means know. like you study into something. It's like you 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 search, like you social media well, stalk. Or if I'm like, if I'm like in, in it with flowers, I'm, I deep dive into work. Like, you did I, ask me. You did ask me the other day. Did you deep dive into that person on yeah. Instagram? I was like, no. Stop. Because when people give me all this information, all I can assume is that they did a deep dive into getting the background story. I don't know why certain phrases rub me wrong, which that <laughs> phrase rubs me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> because people are giving me all this information i'm like you have to take a deep dive like, to even know half of that information but like okay like when someone's pregnant when a woman's pregnant they're like you got, got a, bun, a bun in the oven oh it bothers me i just don't like it you know moving right and along. you saying like let's do a deep dive on that i'm like what like that's, i don't know i don't understand Babe, when people personal. when people like abbreviate words like instead of saying mozzarella they say you want some mozz bothers me that's personal man i know i know oh look at you party foul you know i, got, I literally said you know call, phones, I didn't know I had an alarm on. phones on bad. silent man hey okay i would like since we have the coffee talk studios here at judge and jerry um you use more alarms than i do now Whoa! i learned from the best jen you alarm everything your alarms go off all yeah, the time it's true now but she doesn't have her phone to turn them off uh-huh. that's the word so they just ring throughout the house uh-huh. we just hear your phone everyone it's it's helping me people it's helping me all the all the appointments deliveries things going on all right i let's get it let's let's deep dive into what we're talking about today um i last night had a nostalgic moment i was watching the movie it's classic let's guess okay try and guess the movie i watched last night godfather no but good guess way to go i was going with the mafia so yeah choose one i don't know you're in the Good guess. Warm, warm, warmer. You're not going to get wait, it. Wait, wait. My cousin Vinny. No, that's that's like a comedy. Um, Reservoir Dogs. Now, I can't oh. I can't recommend these movies because There's the violence, the violence and cursing is it's what do they call it? Um, what's the word they use? It's per- pervasive. It's pervasive. pervasive. Pervasive violence. Pervasive cursing. There's no nudity or anything like that because I can't handle that junk. But so I love mafia movies, and it got me going like. Some of my favorite mafia movies, um, like Godfather. If you haven't watched the Godfathers, you need to watch those. Godfather 1 and Godfather 2, in my opinion, are equal in their brilliance. Godfather 3, not. It's good, and I like it, and, and I would watch it, and I would recommend it. But Godfather 1, I almost feel like Godfather 2 is better than Godfather 1 because Robert De Niro shows up in Godfather 2, but... You can't really have Godfather Two if you haven't watched the You've original Godfather me, One. I'm just, I'm okay. Okay. I'm somebody, so lost. I will, so I'm, I'm, here's some homework. Uh, podcast world. Watch the Godfathers. Should give yourself. They? Give yourself about nine hours. Yeah. The Godfather, babe. Those actually aren't bad. The the violence and profanity in the Godfathers is super chill because they're they're much older. It's nothing like today's. Okay. The next one I recommend. If violence and profanity bothers you, do not watch this. Is Goodfellas. Can I recommend a movie? Which one's now that we're recommending Goodfellas, yeah. okay, I, where he's like, I got to make the meatballs. I got to go pick up cousin I'm Johnny. A movie. Huh? I'm gonna recommend no, two movies. Oh gosh, you're going with rom coms. Serendipity and Made in Manhattan. Yeah, well, those Enjoy. are great. Those are great you're welcome, chick flicks. Friends. Okay, can I recommend another mafia movie? Mobsters. 
Mobsters, old school. It's got Christian Slater in it. It's not All as right, good. I got one. No. Notting Hill. Can I recommend one not to watch? Yes. The one with Gerard Butler and, and Rachel McAdams. Oh, that's the, the best. P.S. I, 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 I love you. P.S. I love you. P.S. I love you. What is that? That is a fantastic. That is a fantastic Okay, movie. this is not necessarily a mafia movie, but it comes from mafia kind of like vibes. And Serena, I don't think you've watched this yet, and we need to watch it. Goodwill Hunting. Oh, great. Yeah. That is actually a good movie. Yep. So, but it's not mafia, but it's mafia esque. Yeah, that, that's a classic. Reservoir Dogs would be on my list of mafia movies that are just, although that would probably be the worst of them all. Okay, there's other ones like Casino and Heat, but those those kind of have nudity in them, so I haven't really watched those. Oh, you don't like what I'm talking about? You're giving me, you just gave me a sign, like, move on, move on. I, I had to, enter, I'm, what is it called? I have to, my inner Billy Huffman. Oh, oh so that's a backhanded compliment. <laughs> you insulted me by, like, my inner okay, Billy Huffman like, as you, like, prompt on. me to move mafia on. Movies. Okay, so I want to talk about today, what I've learned from the mafia. I had a moment, I, I alluded to it last week on the podcast, where Lil Ren said to us, she said, um, I forget when she said, it was a couple weeks ago, we were all standing around in the kitchen, all the family, there's a bunch of us, and we were cooking and eating and talking, and just, the, and just the banter that happens, and she said the day after, she's like, Sounds I was like, like looking at us, and I was like, man, we're, we're the mafia, like, we are the mafia, and I was like, I literally, a single tear dropped, and I was, it was a proud moment for me as a dad, I was like, she finally understands the family heritage, and, but... Um, we've been accused. I think it's more well, of that the whole family no. was standing around eating delicious food if together. If you have to constantly say you're in the mafia, you're not in the mafia. Oh, well played. No, but that's what, no, but that's I what don't say I'm in the mafia. And in fact, if you ask me if I'm the mafia, the answer is emphatically no. And I love that you said that. That proves that you are a mafia princess because you know if you have to tell people you're in the mafia. <laughs> no, I do not. I say I'm Italian. <laughs> I say I'm Italian all the time because I'm not Italian, and I got to prove to people I'm Italian. Um, did I have I ever told that story about Mario Gaspucci? Um, Another okay. day. Don't. Oh, yo, you're bored. You bored with my content today? Am I boring you? I love um, you. We were once accused, uh, not accused. We were in the organization we used to work for. A bunch of our family worked there. And I'll never forget. They sat us down one day and were like, they were cautioning us on the apparent power of our family. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah, the influence. Yeah. They literally, like, like essentially were essentially saying, I'll never forget, I remember laughing, and they were essentially saying, like, you're too close. You're too, like, you're too, your family's too close. Maybe too influential. You're too tight-knit. Too tight-knit. Like, it's kind of intimidating. And I remember being like, I literally laughed, and I was like, hey, we're not actually in the mafia. Like, you know that, right? And this guy was a con- contemporary of mine, he wasn't my boss. We were bosses together. But I remember saying it, but he had like literally <clears throat> on behalf of the organization, want to let you know that you're a little too powerful as a family unit. <laughs> Which honestly, you could not have complimented me more. But I think there's, but there's, you know, and also I also said to him when the meeting was over, I was like, check your lug bolts. <laughs> when you go driving tonight, Did like, you really check your that? lug nuts. Yeah, I said to him and he didn't laugh. I'm like, hey, when you go home tonight, check your lug nuts. Um, <laughs> you know, and I remember that moment. Honestly, I took that as such a huge compliment, even though they were trying to. Ha- there was a dig there. I also think it was it was also uh, a moment for them to maybe cause some intimidation or threats. Didn't work. But it's interesting uh-huh. that like sometimes when people get, I don't even want to say jealous because maybe that's maybe not the case, but kind of get that way, project their own insecurity. What was happening is own insecurities were being projected. Yeah. It's sometimes instead of just trying to defend yourself, just take it as a compliment and 
and be like, got you. Like, you know, I, I kind of was like, you know what? Okay. I literally walked out of the room and like shake the dust off my feet. It was like, that's on them. That's all on them. You know? And yeah. I think those are so, so, so many moments in life are like that. And it's just like how you handle them. And babe, you handled it really well because there was a part where we I handled saw it your, like the freaking mafia. Your face, I, I facial, didn't handle it well. your facial expression. I was like, this can go one way or another. Like, and it went well. Like you handled it pretty well. But I remember just saying to him like, Hey, you know, we're not actually in the mafia. Like, but it dawned on me then, and I've always known we kind of live. There is a lot of things. <clears throat> and now the mafia, for, for instance, is terrible. It's, yes, it's a terrible it's, organization. And, and I do. It's and I, and dishonest, I when you say right. that sometimes. But I think there are some good things about the way the mafia is portrayed. The Italian kind of like mobster. I think there's some good things, which we definitely reflect. I don't know if it's because I grew up in Baltimore, in Chicago. I don't know if it's our family, the way our family kind of lives. But it's it's very – and so I feel I feel like there's some things that we've well, learned. I think the Italian culture has that root of, like, heritage. You know, I think a lot of culture – I think American culture actually lacks it the most. Yeah. Where other cultures Maybe. really – they really um, – you know, family is the most important thing. Family. Around the table, food, eating, you know, being with each other, making that a priority. And I think that's huge. Yeah. Like one of the, okay, so just jumping into some things I've learned, like one of the things that you'll hear quoted in The Godfather is family for life. Like you can't change who your family is. Right. Family for life. Now, granted, in The Godfather movies, they end up killing their family. They change it. They don't change it. They just kill them. (laughs) Like The Godfather, little Don Corleone. Oh, no, Michael Corleone is like, I killed my brother, the son of my mother. In the son of my father. <laughs> you know, I'm like, ouch, Michael Corleone. Um, so family, but I think we have this huge family element. So I kind of wrote down, before we turned on the mics this morning, a couple things, like lessons that I feel I've learned from the mafia that we kind of live, I don't even think we realize we live this way. And I want to see if you agree with them or if you see them and how they could help us in normal day life. Number one, repay kindness with kindness. A hundred percent. No, no, but this is this is literally. If you watch, if you go watch those movies, I told you to watch. You will see. It's like you do me a favor, and I will do you a kindness. If you do this kindness for me, I will do a kindness for you. It's a mafia. That's it's the best accent I've ever heard you do. Is it really? Yeah. Well, get me. Yeah, you You're give not me. You're going to do it again. Now. Yeah, I'm not going to try. Yeah. Um, it's because it's like if someone like if someone does kind for me, then I'm going to be kind to them. If someone buys me dinner. Then I'm going to buy them dinner. Don't always be the person who someone's always buying you dinner. I love that about our family. So we're you and I are pretty adamant. Like when we go out to eat, I'm like, it's on me, it's on me, it's on me, it's on me. Like we just kind of love to do that. And I love from time to time, my brothers or sisters, or even my own kids, even my own daughter who's 16, I'm like, you don't have to pay for anything right now. I'm your dad and you're 16. And she's like, no, I could pay. Um, I love it sometimes. They'll be just as insistent. Like, no, this one's on me. Nope, I'm paying for myself. Nope. Mm-hmm. Like they just, you know what I'm saying? It's like. Don't always be the person who's taking, taking, like, receiving, you know, you're receiving. You're here to serve, not to be served. And I'm not saying don't be the person always taking, but don't be the person who's yeah. always receiving. It's one thing to take. That's a very selfish thing. Like you take, 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 take. You expect it. But don't always be on the end of where like you're just always like you're always receiving. You're always receiving. Like give. Repay kindness with kindness. Remember I sent you that meme yesterday and it was a little kid and a little girl. She's sitting on a bench smiling and he has flowers behind his back. And it says, if someone makes you happy, make, make them, them happier. happier. I love it. I reposted it. It's brilliant. And and honestly, like that kind of sums up living a good life. Like, you know, it's just like if we can do unto others as we would want them to do unto us, life is going to go super well. Um, True story. Secret to a happy marriage is that thought right there. Thank you, mafia. Thank you, little boy and little girl on the park bench. Make the other person um, happy. Mm -hmm. It's so important to make someone happy. 
make just little. You know, I can't remember the song. I love that song. Yeah, right. See it all, just all of it. <laughs> I can't remember. I can't. Yeah. Okay, you get a little red. Um, think about that. Okay, the secret to a what happy song marriage. What song is that movie in? Um, it's like you've got. Oh, mail. it's um, Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, go moving right along. Um, make someone happy by Jimmy Durante or something like that. It's amazing. How I remember that. Um, Jen, I probably killed it. Um, isn't when you said the secret in marriage. Uh, absolutely. One of the ways I think that we've stayed happy and in love for 24 years is we genuinely, and I don't, maybe I don't know how you get this, and maybe we need to bring Molly, the counselor, on to help people how you That's get to this point. Idea. But like, I genuinely, for the most part, not always, we all have our selfish moments, but like, I want what's best for you. I do. Like, I'm like, babe, what do you want? And you do that for me. Like, we genuinely, like, I want to make you happy. I want to do things to make you happy. Like, you got so mad at me the other day because I got some money for Father's Day and I got what I wanted, the girl I wanted, and I had extra money left over and I wanted to use that for your birthday. And you were so mad. But I'm like, it makes me genuinely, but let me say, so mad. It genuinely makes me happy to be able to do that, to make you happy. Mm-hmm. And, you, and you would do the same thing for me. Like, it's, and that, within that is the secret. To healthy well, relationships. I mean, we were we were lasting in a, relationships. We were in a funk, and I'm like, hey, we need to talk. So we talked. We had a talk, and I I basically said, I think the thing that we're that's very mafia. We, like we're gonna have a talk. We have a talk. Yeah. And so you're like, I don't. Is it you go? Is it one of those talks or just talk? Like meaning, is this gonna <laughs> which be is very mafia? Which is such a guy thing to say. Is this gonna be a two hour conversation or can we do this in twenty minutes or less? Like because there are different talks. Okay, so I'm like. And that made me a little like, oh, does it matter if it's two hours or 20 minutes? It does. 20 minutes and two hours matters drastically. I just needed your undivided attention. That's all I, I cared about. I know. And I just said, hey, I think the thing that we need to probably like, you know, take some steps back to like recalibrate, that's the word, recalibrate is we need to make sure whatever we're doing during our week that we're just, I'm putting you first and you're putting me first. I think that'll solve all of the friction or frustration, meaning like, our time, it, it's being pulled in a million different directions. But if we're saying, okay, our agenda, our day, our schedule, what matters most is putting each other first. Mm-hmm. Obviously, our relationship with Jesus. Obviously, our family is important. But at the end of the day, even over time with family, yeah. time together, which we were kind of lacking in. And I, and I was like, I just need to kind of figure this out with my schedule, your schedule, and our lives. And it was huge. Well, we go hard. But that was, yeah, that's actually a great example. Because, I mean, we were going hard. And I think for the first time in the last two years, since 2020, we were feeling like, whoa, it was catching up to us a little bit. And we literally had realized we we weren't, we were subtly not putting each other first. Mm -hmm. And I remember saying to you, like, what do I put before you? And you were like, well, time with family. Which is brilliant. You know, because you go, I love that you want to spend time with the kids. But a lot of times... I would be like, oh, maybe we shouldn't go on this date because, like, what's little Ren gonna do? Or what? Or the, I think the boys were coming over. Or you know what I'm saying? And it was like, oh, you're right. Like, we have to. Right. That was part of the reason for the weekend. We kind of canceled some things. We were going out with friends or Fourth of July, and we had like plans. And we just like, nope, we're gonna put each other first. It was mm-hmm. necessary. Um, you're right. Like, make someone happy. Repay yes. kindness with kindness. Mm-hmm. So like, don't just take kindness and be like, thank you. You should do that. But then repay kindness. And it's not like this. Like, you owe me kind of mentality. Right. But it's like, just do the right thing. Repay kindness with kindness. Right. I mean, that is a very, okay. On the flip side, what I've learned not to do from the mafia, they would also say, you know, repay kindness with kindness if you're listening to the Godfather. But they would also say revenge is a, is a, is a dish best served cold. You've probably heard that mafia movies. And what they're saying is like, revenge, you know, do it cold hearted. Like just turn off your emotions and get your revenge, which is very, I disagree. Very revenge evil. is a dish best never served. 
Thank you. That is, that is, and it's so hard when people hurt you, when they hurt people you love, when they, you just kind of want revenge. And I've learned from experience, and maybe some of the listeners have too. Babe, I don't know if you have. I don't know. Have you ever tried, have you ever sought revenge? Um, I'd love to answer that question. Have you ever sought revenge? I don't think you have. No. You're, you're as pure as the driven snow. No, that's not true, but. <laughs> but anyways, I it have. It will serve you. It doesn't it serve you never, well. It never will. Ever. It, works out. No. Nope. It never works out. Like it, you're never going to be satisfied. It's only going to perpetuate the situation because then yeah. that person will most likely have to one up you and then you're one upping each other and it doesn't actually satisfy whatever it is you're feeling, the hurt that you're feeling, the emptiness that you're feeling. Can I just tell you like revenge won't make it better. Right. Um I know from experience and you know also the 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 consequences that come when we when we hurt other people. So um Okay, another lesson I learned from the mafia. Keep your friends close, keep your enemies closer. Now, okay, before I go any further, I agree with the first part. I won't talk about that. I disagree with the second part. So the keep your friends close. That is a, a lesson from mafia. Just because you're friends with someone doesn't mean you're always going to be friends with someone. You have to actually keep your friends close, meaning like, mm-hmm. like continue Intention- to be friends. Yeah, yes. intention- intentionality. Right. Now, sometimes you hear that, Vic. <laughs> I feel like we're in church. She's like, that's good. It is good. That's it good. Is good. Do I get an sincere. amen? <laughs> amen. Um, but can I say this? What this doesn't mean is you have to spend every waking moment right. with your friends. It doesn't mean every time you do something, you have to invite your entire friend group. Right. And that is just Or feel bad when you invite one friend. Oh, you guys were hanging out? Why didn't I get an invite? You invite the other one or right. two or three. And I think I think that is so real in our culture today. Even yeah. with social media, you're friends with so-and-so, but your friend is having so-and-so over and you're not, you you're don't not know invited. about it. Yeah. Like, the bummer is, is that we wouldn't have never known if social media didn't exist. And that doesn't mean <laughs> that you're not friends. Right. In so fact, that's a very mafia jealousy. way of living. It means they have big worlds yeah. and they have multiple friends and you can hang out with all your friends all the time. Right. But what is it about humanity and people? And maybe social media has done this. When you see friends hanging out with friends and you're friends with both those friends, sometimes you're like, why wasn't I invited with all those friends? Like, And you feel like they don't like you. No, man. It just means we're friends. Big people. Okay, here's a here's another side of keeping your friends close. That also means, and I love these kind of friendships. Like if I don't see you for weeks or months, when I do see you, we just pick it right back up. Right. Like that's what friends are. Like that's that's what friends do. It's like, oh man, great to see you. We should get together. I got a friend who literally will get breakfast like once a month. And that's about only time we see each other. I mean, sometimes our, our paths converge and we and we do life together for a bit, but um and every about once a month. I'll get a text. He'll text me. I'll text him and kind of goes back and forth. I'm like, want to catch breakfast? And we get together about once a month. We go to diners and we just get breakfast and we just catch up. And that's about it. And every time we get together, it's as if we had been hanging out every day for the last 10 years. You know what I'm saying? It's just like you you keep your friends close. I think that's great. I think think the whole friend dynamic, you know, some people are naturally better at it than others. I would say I had to grow into being a good friend because I wasn't naturally like a good friend. Not meaning that I don't, I think that I've, I've, I've been so independent the way I've just, I am made my makeup that I had to really learn that I actually need 
need close friends. I need to take the time to build those relationships. And it, and in the end, it's always worth it. And if you do that, then you'll end up with friends like family, which you know that saying, and not every friend, not all friends will be like family. Right. But if you keep your friends close and you're intentional and you don't get all petty about, we didn't hang out with me last night and every night. If you don't do that, all of a sudden you end up with friends that are like family. Meaning like, and when I mean friends like family, I mean like you can just come over at any point I don't feel like I have to like prepare the house for you or even prepare myself for you. Yes, you right. can just jump in. It's easy. We can sit and talk or we can sit and do nothing. You can just come over and watch a show with us and we're just watching a show. It's just friends like family. Yep. It's just like there's no need to entertain you, to host you, or vice versa. We just, it is what it is. Like I don't change my outfit when friends like family are coming over. Because it's it's like family, like you're just coming over. You know what I'm saying? Like, I typically would not sit. I'm dressed right now in shorts and a very deep V and a sweater that probably wouldn't wear out in public, right? But it's family. It's just family here, and I have friends that would do that with too. Um, So I kind of feel like you know, you know, one of the things I think we do pretty well is we hug. I feel like business associates shake hands, family hugs, and some people are like, I don't like the physical thing, but that makes us. That is one of the things that. I think that's one of the factors of our family that maybe makes us, yes. we've learned from the mafia. Bye-bye COVID. We just hug. Yes. We hug people. Now, we don't do yes. the long, extended, Full frontal. holding, squeezing don't hugs. Don't be weird. That's yeah. weird. Let's just... But like, I'm, I'll meet people for the first time. I'm like, what's up? I'll like, so hug it out. Hug, hug, it out? hug it out, man. You're, and... a good, you're a good bro hugger. Yeah. It's, <laughs> what do you say? I gave you the wrong time. Man, all the symbols from you two today. I, I like air traffic controllers this morning. Um, okay. Keep your friends close. Keep your enemies closer. I disagree with the keep your enemies closer. And what that is saying is like the people that could hurt you, like stay close to them. And it, to me, it's living life with ulterior motives. Mm. It's using people to your for your advantage. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's kind of like... Um, That's so good. Yeah, and I don't, I just don't subscribe to that whole kind of like, I'm not going to use this to better me. I don't want to live my life. I don't want to have a hidden agenda with people. It's like, it's like if you know someone could do better than you or is better than you, you befriend them with an agenda so that you can kind of use them Mm -hmm. and build this close not so close relationship it's just really weird i had I, I met with a guy a while ago a while ago and i had just met him for the first time and i didn't realize we had a mutual friend and so after having breakfast with this guy um it got back to me through my my mutual friend who's a good friend of mine I was like oh you had breakfast with so-and-so i'm like yeah yeah and he's like he he goes i know he told me and he said hey it's cool i caught breakfast with billy i got an end and he looked at that guy and was like bro that's not how it works that's not how it works. Like that's good, not good for him. But I remember thinking, like, that's how people think. Right, right. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Now I got an N. I got an N. And it's like, that's not what we're doing. First of all, you don't have to get an N. If you're with us, you're with us. Like, welcome. Everyone's welcome. If you're not with us, then you're not with us. That's okay. I'm not going to try and like use you to my advantage, put you on the back burner right. when I need a favor. Hey, I'll go, I'll go, I'll come to you when I need a favor. No, it's not what we're doing. It's like we don't keep our enemies closer. In fact, do your best to live life to not have enemies. There are certain people that I don't enjoy their company, and they would say the same of me. That's okay. Right. And so let's just keep it at that. You know, I don't enjoy your company. You don't really enjoy my company. You don't get my humor. I don't get your face. <laughs> you know, like whatever. And so <laughs> I, don't, I don't get your face. Your Maybe face not confuses say that. me. You're your face confuses me. Enemy. So let's just 
it's okay to keep our distance and like don't keep your enemies closer. Just and don't and try your best to live life without enemies. Be like hashtag I like your face. Yeah, you know what's I saw this saying. I don't know where I saw it, but don't get burned by the same flame twice. Like learn learn your lesson. You know, if you get burned one time in a relationship, okay, that happens, and that is the danger of relationships. But don't go back to that and get burned by the same flame twice. Just kind of see it what it is. I'm not saying, and again, now this sounds mafia. I'm not saying write people off. I'm not saying don't forgive. There's time and space and place for that, and I think we should do that. But that doesn't mean it's going to be the way it used to be. Right. For instance, with this with this individual I was referencing earlier in the podcast who was like, your family's like the mafia, we, we're concerned, you know, whatever. Like, our relationship changed. That's okay. No, no ill will, no hard feelings. But like, it's not going to be what it was. Don't get burned by the same flame twice. Yeah. Mm, okay. Maybe that's too mafia. Okay, here's another one. This is, if you ever watch The Godfathers, you hear the Don Corleone, he says, I'm going to make him an offer. You can't refuse. And I love this. I think this is a life lesson we learned from the mafia. Make them an offer they can't refuse. Now, what he was saying is like, I'm going to make them an offer. And if they don't take my offer, I'm going to kill them. <laughs> and everyone that they love. I'm not talking about that. The parallels that. are just not <laughs> no, 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 no. good, babe. But like, take the confidence <laughs> that he has because he knows he's going to kill him. And I think when we say live life, like make them an offer they can't refuse, like be so confident. Be and like, and also be so generous when you're dealing with people and you're dealing relationships. Error and lean on the side of living big and generously. Like I'm gonna make you an offer. Like you can't refuse. It's gonna be so good. Like you're like, oh my goodness. Like the generosity and what yeah. you're saying. Like be those kind of people. Be big people, and come at it with the same confidence that the Godfather comes with like you know and this Jen you're brilliant at this you approach life every relationship every situation with an enormous amount of confidence when a lot of people would be in the same situation and they'd be insecure we were talking about this the other day like so many people operate out of insecurity you operate out of perpetual confidence how I mean you are the mafia queen explain to us where does your confidence come from your confidence in life you literally are like the godfather I'm gonna make you an offer well, I mean, refuse. it isn't. I I would be remiss not to say my my confidence comes from my personal relationship with Jesus, period. But beyond that, it, it is literally yeah, going right. into every relationship scenario. First, you're gonna like me. That's literally what I tell people. I'm like, they're gonna love me. Why? Do, and where does that come from? Where did you? Like, where did, where was that Seren's built in? Friends. You? I'm like, they're gonna, those girls are gonna. Love where was me. that ingrained in you? I mean, did I give you that? <laughs> No, I, I I remember you kind of walking out of the room every time I walked in it when we first like started hanging out. I was like, what in the heck is wrong with this guy? And I was intimidated. Because I mafia. was like, he likes me. So mm-hmm. then he's going to have to figure it out if he really likes me. And he's got to figure out to stay in the room. Where did that come you from? you got to stay in the room. I mean, it was, that, was that your upbringing? Was that your parents? Did they instill that I mean, in you? Sure. I th- I'm, my parents were amazing. Yeah, probably. And I think, again, too, it's just like making a decision. I think all of us have to come to a place in our relationship with ourselves. That are we going to live with our head in the ground and insecure, like an ostrich mentality about everything, attentive, fear, fearful, or are we going to just decide, you know what, life's too short. I mean, I got maybe 75, 85, hopefully I can live to 95 years. I, I might as well just live it in a sense of like, everyone loves me and I'm going to go into this with a win. And if it doesn't work out, something else will work out. Yeah. And I think, I think that, I think as you think, so a man is, right? And I think our thinking has to shift. And I think that's probably another thing is the way I think. Uh, I don't really think a lot of insecure thoughts. I have insecurities for sure. Um, But I think I don't let those thoughts 
take hold and, and, and replay in my mind, which then plays out in our actions. Yeah, I mean, that's an ancient proverb. As, as a man thinks, so he shall be. Mm-hmm. Like that is so real. And you, I think your, your discipline in thinking, the way you think, the way you process, it goes beyond just optimism and positivity. Like you just like, yeah, literally, mm-hmm. like the Godfather, I'm gonna make him an offer. They can't refuse. Like you just like, it's, and you, you don't get hung up on, and I wish I could be better at this. You don't get hung up on what people think about you. <clears throat> yeah, she really doesn't. Yeah, and I, I don't either, but I do more than you do. Like, you really don't get hung up on what people think about you. Almost maybe, and it's a strength of yours, almost to a fault sometimes. I'm like, right. babe, you should maybe like consider just consider that. Yeah. that what you did may have. But it's almost like... What is that quote? Like, what they think is none of my business. Like, um, I can't remember the quote, but... But that's what I think about. Your opinion about me is none of my business. Yes. Your opinion about me is none of my business. Totally. Right. And and I think obviously social awareness, like what is I read a brilliant book a couple years ago about emotional intelligence. If you haven't read that book, it's such a good book to read. But you can't dis you can't just cancel like what other people are feeling and, and how that's affecting them, right? You have to take into consideration. We're not saying that. But I think at the end of the day, if you're controlled by what you think people are thinking, which half the time they're not even thinking about right. you, it's almost kind of a prideful process. Very. It's yeah. like you're thinking they're thinking about you. Actually, they don't even think about you. Very you know? yeah. And like, I think you have to really learn to just let that go. Let that go. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, and when I'm saying uh, on the flip side of this, because I think what you're saying is like, you know, make them an offer they can't refuse. It's this confidence. It's this not caring. But it's also, I think sometimes it masquerades. Like, we're, so in the Godfather films, they're talking about blackmailing. They're talking about extortion. They're talking about bullying. You know, I, we're not more relatable today is manipulation. Oh, right. emotional manipulation. We're not talking about that. And so, Jen, you're very non manipulative, which. I find it hard to believe being married to you for so many years. You have you have your flaws, so do I. But like with your attitude, you would think that you'd be a manipulative person, but you're not. You're not manipulative. And if there ever is a moment where you've like kind of manipulated emotionally or I've done, like it stands out really obvious. That is a big way that people try and get their way, try and exert their their authority is they manipulate. They manipulate emotionally, they use guilt. They'll use fear. Women use their bodies. Oh, yeah. They'll use sex. They'll use sensuality. Um, It's manipulation. And I think that stems from insecurity. That's where I think it from. Like, I don't know where we stand, so I'm going to manipulate to find out. I don't know. You know, it's like, I don't know. I don't feel good about myself, so I'm going to manipulate. I mean, that is social media is visual emotional manipulation. So real. I was just thinking, I was just thinking, the first place that I started using manipulation and then learned really quick, this is not healthy is on my kids. I would, I would taunt them with something for them to have a different behavior. So like, okay, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't cry, here's a cookie, here's a cookie. When I just told them like, you know, we ought to eat first. We got to eat our meal first. But, but as a parent, I'd be like, okay, you have the cookie. Fine. I don't want you to throw a fit. I don't want you to throw a fit. Here's a cookie. Well, basically I'm teaching that child to learn how to use their bad behavior or certain behaviors you to reward what them. they want. Yeah. I was rewarding and I was also manipulating them to behave instead of just expecting good behavior. Just saying like, hey, you don't get to behave that way and if you do, these, are these will be the repercussions. But parents, I think, are l- tired. I don't uh-huh. want to say lazy. Tired. Tired. That we, we, all we get do there. that to 
we do that to um, quickly. The, the alarm <laughs> game. <laughs> we oh, got to fix that. alarm game. We do that to quickly fix or get what we need. Manipulating is what we want when we but want. But you're actually rewarding bad behavior. So like they're, they're right. throwing a fit and you give them a cookie to stop them from throwing a fit. Well, in their mind, they're like, I'm going to throw a fit again because throwing a fit equals getting cookies. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we're not talking about manipulation. And then you get into emotional manipulation yeah. and all those things. Guilt, I think, is one of the biggest drivers of manipulation, like yeah, make totally. people feel guilt. Shame. Okay. We were joking last night. You were joking. We were on a walk, you, me, a little Ren, and you were like, would you even miss me if I died? <laughs> you said it as a joke, but I was like, babe. Because Seren, super not Seren, cool. Like Seren was being like going on on about how cheesy we are. Like everything yeah, yeah. we do. Like as so embarrassed by her parents. I'm like, you know what? One day when I'm gone, you're gonna miss me. <laughs> That's so much manipulation. <laughs> well, you're no, gonna miss me. It was me. kind of like me saying, yes, it is. Yes. But it was she was yes, constantly is. making fun of my mom's such a nerd. I'm like, you know what? The nerdy parts of me, you're gonna miss me when I'm gone. <laughs> Which is a little morbid, I admit, but it was funny. It was funny commentary. It was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, well, ah, I think we've learned a lot. I think we've that. learned a lot from the mafia. We've learned a lot. Um, thank you, you know, Godfather. I don't know if we're going to thank them. Thank you, Familia. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Coffee Talk. Thanks for your rates and reviews. It's always fun. We'll see Cheers, you next time. My loves. Mm-hmm. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, and we'd love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us, or follow us on social media at It's Billy Huffman. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers.